Yo, yo, welcome to another episode of the Utility Players Podcast, episode 10, double digits. It's been a, a fun uh, process recording all these uh, episodes and hearing some good feedback from y'all. We appreciate that. We have a lot of fun topics to cover, uh, anywhere from Paul Pierce, Deshaun Watson, Brandon Marshall, uh, and KD versus Michael Rappaport. We thought we'd start off th- this episode with a lot of fun conversations because the the sports NCAA championship, we wanted to delay uh, a couple days because uh, we wanted to actually review that, kind of wrap <laughs> up the tournament, and also um, go into kind of the Masters and, and then uh, lead into baseball. So... Uh, welcome, boys. Yo, yo. Welcome. Yo. Episode 10. We made it. Double digits. The big one. Oh, I didn't think we'd make it, though. No, a couple I times mean, I was like, I don't, I don't 10 might take like three, four months. You should but, think uh, we should make we though, it. Yeah. Should we, though, since it is episode 10 before we get into anything, should we kind of reflect back on these last 10 and, and <laughs> yeah. say, like, hey, what? you know, how we felt about it. And, you know, I know one thing for me, I got to find my setup. <laughs> yeah. I'm switching every Back, week. I, you you know. look like you're in a jail cell right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like my, it. <laughs> my basement. The listeners know it is not a jail cell. Um, <laughs> all the authorities on me he, and have people. He loves house. his home. Like that life. meme of the guy that's talking to the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you my ever need a paint sample, go to Ben's basement. Oh, bro. I got more paint in here than a Lowe's. Yeah, <laughs> I can I imagine swear. you have a lot of like random stuff that every house should have, but they just don't have it. That I'd be like, I could probably go shopping in your in your like garage or basement and you'd have all like that those little intricacies for the house. It, I do, but it's it, it I'm obsessive about things. So I get I'll get really into something. So like <laughs> Last year, I got really into like painting and, and making, you know, different color shoes. And so when I get really into something, I got to get everything. So I have all my <laughs> options. So I have like, that's why Nick said the other day, hey, do you yeah. have shoe paint? I have every color of shoe paint you can possibly have. I'm going to send you some bored, white bands and have you paint that shit. Yeah, yeah right. Then I get, yeah. Then I get bored and I get out of it and I get into something else and then I buy all that stuff. And so my, our storage area here is just full of, uh, Random shit, you know. You have to take a look at it. You don't have to switch up that soon when the baby comes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So let's jump. Let's jump right into it. Uh, Paul Pierce uh, on Saturday uh, released a uh, a video. It was a what was it? An Instagram live. Yeah, he was on live. Yeah. <laughs> um, Living Instagram, basically, basically, yeah, basically trying to fire himself. The video had stripper like women. Women that were exotic wearing, uh, yeah, exotic dancers <laughs> trying to say it properly, you know, don't want to disrespect, uh, you what know, their careers. Yeah. It, it just, I well, that's what I was gonna get into: weed yeah. smoking, alcohol, women, exotic women dancers, whatever they were performing. Uh, it just looked bad, and ESPN obviously is family owned, Disney owned, so oh. <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't bode well. What did you, what did you guys think about it when you seen where Rachel Nichols at? Sent- <laughs> i thought this is what he gets this is karma Being for a all hater. the shit yeah all the shit he spoke about lebron always hating on d wade dude this is what happens yeah the truth 
The truth I mean, shall set you free. And he, he, he did, did it all, all for 316 people watching yeah, his Instagram like, bro, story. What are you doing right we now? got more followers than he's got views <laughs> on his in his IG live. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I have his wilding. I have other questions. I feel like I need answers to <laughs> Go ahead. We'll write them down. I'm never, I'm never gonna get them because only Paul Pierce is able to answer these. But you know, the one was. I, he's obviously not a dummy. So he would ha- have had to have known in it. He, he knows he works for ESPN, which is Disney owned the people who make Bambi, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Disney owns yeah. ESPN. You know, they're probably going to frown upon what you're putting out there. So he would have known that someone's going to catch this, especially in our age. And he still went ahead and said, fuck it. And did it anyway. There's, yeah it's so hilarious that tells me that he wanted out he yeah i think he wanted out he didn't want to do that i think he wanted to live his life he knew it was going to come that way why would he have done that i don't know that's what i want to (laughs) know either he's the biggest idiot ever he might you gotta know that he is pretty stupid i think from his comments to how he analyzes the game i think he doesn't think a lot about yeah. what he does or says. So I was a better fellow war tour than he got when he retired. Background. Yeah. What'd you say, Grip? I said I need to know like the background story. I need to know yeah. if he did this on accident. Like we yeah. have questions we want answered. Yeah, I just listen. we need to know who the two celebrities were with him. I feel like they're not being talked to. We need their side of the story. I wonder if they talked about it before he went on, like Paul Pierce was like, hey, ladies, I'm going to go on IG Live here and ruin my career. Get wild. Uh, I just want you to know. I want yeah. you to do this and do that. Was that it? I also want to know, was that a spur of the moment thing? Did they plan he that wonders out? all did these Paul things. Pierce, <laughs> you know, did Paul Pierce a couple hours before that, and they tried different positions before they went on, and he had the video up there <laughs> and he was recording, but he's like, no, I can't go. This isn't live material yet. Or did he just randomly say, fuck it, I'm going to do this. And just go. I mean, there's so many unanswered questions. I feel like ESPN shouldn't have fired him yet. They should have brought him on, let him explain the situation. And then someone should have came, you know, in the view and said, fuck it, Paul Pierce, you're out. <laughs> That's what should have happened. I try to hey, think well, about like, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. I, I'm trying to, I was trying to think when I seen that, like what could make me get be that drunk and post. I'm trying to think all the times that I got drunk, blacked out, whatever, that I sent something or posted something that I regretted. And it still wasn't like on the Richter scale of what he posted. So that's why I do think in a way it was like, he said, fuck it. Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Type shit. Tried to be like, IG he Live. went, yeah, he said, fuck it too much. Got grief. I just wonder if Deshaun Watson was there. If he made a stop in an appearance Ooh. or not. Unless they were massaging. Yeah, people no. then i don't think he was <laughs> it doesn't qualify Dude, as his that man this guy his boots this guy He's lost done. his nike He's sponsorship done. and his dre by beats or beats by dre ja, beats by dre yeah <laughs> <laughs> beats, beats by dre uh sponsorship that tells me that there's something going on or something's coming soon. There's got to be, yeah, because yeah. it's – I mean, yeah. if you're dropping it like that and nothing's even, yeah. like, transpired or, like, he hasn't been accused of – I mean, like, there are people have looked into this and they're like, hey, this guy's not winning this shit. Like, yeah, it's I told time to you go. that a lot of the stuff I was reading is, you know, apparently they have a lot of evidence 
especially now with the Houston Police Department's involved. Yeah. Um, so those aren't civil cases. Those are, are criminal. And so mm -hmm. they're involved and now they're investigating, um, you know, reading it. Apparently they've been given some pretty incriminating evidence. Uh, man, the man's, I, th I think the NFL probably does something within a week. Because yeah. usually this is a domino effect. Once you start seeing, you know, a lot of these you know, Nike, his endorsements, I mean, yeah. something's out there. It's going to be another uh, and, bad year for the Texans. Yeah, I we recorded. Also, that. Uh, I thought also one, one of the things his lawyer did was so stupid. There's hmm. tw 22 women now that have accused him. And he, again, innocent until proven guilty. And he's still accused. But his lawyer then went and said, I have 18 women that said he's been nice and nothing but a gentleman. So like, wait a minute, dude. Did you just go find like 18 random yeah. women? And then why do you, like why only numbers? 18? You like, if you're going to take that strategy, wouldn't you want to go more than what he was being accused of? You only found 18. So right. I, I, I thought it was like, what an odd move by a lawyer. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I knew something was weird when. Mia Khalifa was dunking in his living room wearing a, a, <laughs> I seen a that video recently. Or a cooking outfit. That's funny. I remember that. Mia Khalifa, like, first though, like, come on, man, you, you can do better than Mia Khalifa. Like, what? Yeah. What's crazy is he—he's—he's he's a creep almost with limits because he didn't. I mean, rape is extreme by itself, but he didn't get to the point of like sexual, like too forcing. It was just like he likes that game of touch me and then like like almost like teasing himself because he doesn't go in too much like if you did that with 20 30 women and not one of them you went too far too far you smash any of them bro <laughs> that's what i mean it's like it's kind of weird bad. like what do you yeah what you, he might be a, a, a like a real weirdo in that regard and hey if he did it like we say lock the boy up suspend him but uh it's just we'll, crazy we'll how see. it was like quiet for this long you know yeah. like they're all coming I mean, at it if, once. If he was doing this shit, like Clemson must have, because you don't just start doing that. Like you don't no. just wake up one morning and you're like, oh, let me just like go fuck with some massage therapist. No, so like I'm pretty sure like he was doing that at Clemson. So like either Clemson was just holding that shit under wraps like super tight, yeah, or they just didn't give a fuck. But oh like, no, bro, it, that's, I that's two insane. things. I, two two things. I'll say this and hopefully you guys get it, but Deshaun Watson is, you know, he didn't, he didn't do R Kelly, but he's more Louis CK. But he's like enslaved women, both, both those guys. you know, R Kelly, you know, enslaved women and Louis CK basically just jacked off asked, in public. Asked like... them, jacked, asked them if he could jack off in front of them. So right. like Deshaun's heard... right in the middle there. <laughs> <laughs> I heard, I heard a comedian once go, why are we so mad at Louis CK for doing what he did? You know how embarrassing it, it is after you come when you're jerking off, like how humiliating by itself it is. You just sit there with like it was just that the, post the breakdown. Of, yeah, that that, yeah. that breakdown made me realize like how stupid that is for him to yeah. want to do to women or do in front of women is wild. And then the other thing about Deshaun, which I don't think looks well at him for him, is he played for the Texans. They obviously have their athletic facilities. He most likely had access to a massage, multiple massage therapists yep. by the Texans staff every day. Absolutely. And he decided to go outside of that and hit people up on Snapchat and Instagram. <laughs> like, 
Now, dude, what are you doing? He was on Houston. Very sure it happens on Snapchat. Yeah. yeah. It's also a That's terrible, sure. terrible app. So, oh, uh, dude, their uh, interface is so bad. I can't, I can't, it sometimes it frustrates me. So, our next topic, um, staying on course with what what athletes do and say will will go on Brandon Marshall I wrote Brandon Marshall is dead wrong um and this was a um a podcast with Ocho Cinco uh I should I actually start listening yeah. to that it's called uh, I am yeah, athlete yeah yes yeah, I, I gotta start listening to that because it seems like just dude sitting down just chopping it up kind of what we do just whatever's going on um he was so passionate and gravy didn't get a chance to to watch it He'll probably watch it either during this. Yeah. And he was just so angry. And at first I just see the, the like thumbnail of it. Like what did, you know, what, what got him so hot and heavy. And then I start listening to him. I'm like, okay, he's wrong. And as he's getting more mad and explaining it, I'm like, wow, this guy, I've never seen a human being be so dead wrong and get so angry. While he's telling other people, right? Hey, yeah, and he yeah, was telling the other people to like do your research, do your research. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, listen, for, brother, I don't know. For our listeners, for our listeners, does someone want to recap it so that they know know what go he went off about? Yeah, you could go for it on that. Well, I, I didn't really watch it too much, honestly. Like him screaming and being so wrong, just kind of like I had to just swipe yeah. it down. I just uh, saw so I, I believe he was talking about like uh, NBA contracts versus NFL contracts being guaranteed. Or something like that, and just yeah. going yeah. off, yeah. And everyone's like, "Bro, you're wrong." And he was just so mad. He was trying, so to, yeah. He was trying to make the he was trying to make the point of you know teams could drop you at any moment, like the NFL. And then he talked about the NBA, how like these guys don't have anything. I don't know what the the point of the conversation. Maybe he was talking about how you know how the league is going and whatever. But yeah, he was basically making the point that there's three people. He was screaming it. There's three people on their roster that have guaranteed everybody else. They could drop you any day. And they're like, they're like, you're wrong, bro. And he's like, you uh, like, and he just kept on. And yeah. I want to, I want to see, hopefully he had too much to sip uh, like Paul Pierce did before that conversation, because he might've woke up the next morning. Like, damn, I look like a complete <laughs> idiot. <laughs> right. He, uh, um, Brandon Marshall from being a, a Bears fan myself, and with the years he spent on the team, uh, that Brandon Marshall that you saw is not surprising. That is Brandon Marshall. He, Doesn't he have a personality uh, disorder or something like it's that? It's like a – yeah, I can't remember what it's exactly called, but it's a, it's bipolar. like bipolar. Yeah. It's like that, but it's not. It's the oh, one okay. where it's, it's, um, it's more extreme. Yes. Um, you, you become where, like more isolated or per, like to yourself well, or something like that? I yeah, they I could be more comment. like violent. Um, I gotta, I don't know. I, yeah, we need a fact checker. We need a damn fact checker. <laughs> fact checker, producer. Uh, producer get on that. No, We're just gonna uh, make up a, a, a human that's a producer and just call. You know, real, real um, quick. I think, or I saw that Jared Dudley. Um, yeah, said that, that about ninety-five percent of NBA contracts are guaranteed. So in that case, he's wrong. Um, yeah. Speaking to Ben's point. Although he only played like a season or two with the Giants, I did. I I love Brandon Marshall. He was probably one of my favorite receivers when he was in the NFL. Uh, still like him. I know he has a little performance center down in Florida, um, but this is this is Brandon Marshall. And I also think that Ocho Cinco has been killing it on that podcast. He's the goat, he's, bro. Yeah, he's had some clips where he, you know he's been passionate about what he's talking about, whether it was with Cam and trying to get Cam to eat McDonald's. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I seen that did. one. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna he follow. Actually, dropped off McDonald's that, in bro. Joey Burrow's uh, locker today because he's in Cincinnati. <laughs> so that man really uh, eats McDonald's every day, and he's bro. so I think I'll he's trying forget. to do. I think he's trying to yeah. do a little a little uh, ultra cinco here with with you know getting up and yelling like that. I I'll never forget like when he was in the league watching him and he was on some show and they were talking about his uh his how he eats and he was like he eats McDonald's three times a day and they they rode with him as he went to the McDonald's drive through and he got like two double cheeseburgers. I think it was hard knocks. What's the podcast called again? I'm gonna I'm I'm fine. I am I am athlete. By the way, the Brandon Marshall thing is borderline personality disorder, BPD. There you go. Yeah, I looked it up once because I always try to self-diagnose myself. Yeah, like I know. every year, I'm, I'm like, Damn. I act, I act like this, and sometimes <laughs> yeah. feel this. What am I like? My like, left toe tingles. What the fuck is that? You look at WebMD, <laughs> and it's like, damn, you could have gangrene. Gangrene? Oh, Holy fuck. shit! Oh my god! Next thing you know, I you got forty Oh no! 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 No forty-eight. No. If I ever, for the moment, saw was looking down there taking a shower, and I saw like some sort of discoloration that could be the size of a pea and it's like turning like my skin was dying or something i would probably drive to the doctor naked and be like this is 48 get it out of me right now this is 48 that's so funny uh and and while we, no well i mean while we could stay on uh mental health or people with doing the wildest shit uh michael rapaport versus kd Recently, uh, there was a Michael Rappaport and KD had a personal conversation. These two always go at it because Rappaport will hold no punches when it comes to his words or his opinion or feeling on things. And usually he's demonstrative in his delivery. That irks a lot of people. But he is entertaining to, to an extent. And KD is obviously that guy on, on Twitter and, and in the media that knows guys, likes to combat, likes to go have a, a good back and forth. So... Michael Rappaport put out a personal message or a conversation that him and KD had. KD had some profanity in there, some, you know, some not, not words that you want to air put in the light. This was kind of wild. The NBA fined him $50,000. Some people say that's too light. They should have suspended him for the words. Um, but KD didn't really apologize. He kind of said he's more, <laughs> he's sorry for it getting out. So I, I kind of feel him on that because a personal conversation, Hey, our group chat isn't uh, controversial, but we say some slick stuff that if you screenshot it and put it out there, you know, yeah. it's up for your yeah, interpretation. But man. yeah, what did you guys uh, hear or kind of laugh at or, or see about that? <clears throat> Rap reports a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I really got to say about he that. Is. Was <laughs> it confirmed that, vi- that was that video fake, by the way, that I sent to you guys? Somebody said or, like he was he acting was he was, like crying or whatever. Yeah. Bro, I watched that shit today for the first time because I liked it on Twitter and I was like, I'm going to get back to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the weakest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, the comments I thought or some, they were saying he was like faking it. They clipped it, Bro, he had it like after be. he like joked. Yeah, he looked yeah. Right he, he was, was crying. I- he nope. He goes to the dog park. Nobody wants to play with his dog. <laughs> Wheezy. <laughs> Wheezy. Yeah. I'm like, did you really have to say the dog's name? Like, nobody oh my cares. God. Yeah. Go ahead, Ben. He's just people a, are making just fun a, of him. Come on, man. He's just you make an fun instigator. Of he's just an instigator. That's all he is. He's just upset that his acting career is garbage, like hot garbage, terrible. And he can't ever get a role again. So he's developed this character. And, and kudos to him, fine, that he wants to be an instigator. And he does it to athletes. 
And that's fine if you want to do that, but don't get pissed and don't be a bitch when you say something and somebody like Kevin Durant, who probably gets sick of your mouth and you talking, yep. says something to you. And you know why else you're a bitch? Because if you're gonna be a, <laughs> if you're gonna be a man and you know, someone like you're going to talk shit yourself and someone like KD reaches out to you and you're going to go and put it out publicly like a little bitch. I would, KD was serious too. He said, yeah, this I almost in your face. he was dead. Serious. He's like, when I see, he's, he's like, meet serious. me on West 72nd. West, like, <laughs> West like 16th or something like that. And yeah. he was dead serious. I guarantee KD was literally probably pacing around be like, I'm going down there right now in case he goes down there. Cause he's going to whoop his ass. But no, yeah. Rappaport was a little punk. And had to put it out like, no, look at how this man's talking to me. Let's shut up. And if I'm yeah. glad KD didn't apologize, I would never apologize. Me too. And if me the too. NBA said, I'll fine you 50000 a week until you do, I will say, fuck you. I will never do it. And I won't pay that money either. Do something about it. Yeah. I'm going to China. I'm going spicy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that uh, I don't think he should have, should have apologized. I'm glad he did it. Uh, we usually don't take KD's sides and arguments, but. I think Rappaport's super weak for this. Like, come on, bro. It's yeah. a private conversation. It's supposed to be private. You wouldn't like that if somebody did that to you because I'm sure yeah. you said the most wildest shit to people. And I'm actually surprised people haven't come out with him talking just as crazy to them. To them, for yeah. real. This he is, really yeah, this is uh, right off of everything that happened with him in Barstool. And yeah, it happened all the same, like, yeah, he was claiming they were making hours fun well. of him for having herpes or something, and they put it on a shirt. Those guys put oh everything on a shirt. Yeah. Like, they I'm might, pretty sure sex tape Dave shirt. Portnoy does not care about Michael Rappaport. Yeah, not, how, at how I knew, not at all. How I knew uh, people was taking – how I knew Michael Rappaport was wrong – for doing it was a lot of people that are KD haters that I know or on Twitter were taking KD's side. That, that let me know right away that yeah. I, didn't, I didn't have to think about it because I'm like, mm. wait, people are taking KD's side? Like people are like, thank you, KD. Even players I see retweeting and saying, thank you for this. Yep. <laughs> I was dying. I was do like, you, all right, then. <laughs> do yeah. any of you understand the Rappaport side of things? As far as what? Why, he's so why upset, he did why it? He's, yeah, he's – why, you know – it apparently felt threatened by KD. Yeah, yeah. because <laughs> his marketing, his marketing ploy or whatever he tried to do for his new podcast that just came out failed, and then nobody yeah. wants to listen to that shit. Next, yeah, I don't know. Nope. Well, just... KD hasn't entered the game yet, so I'm kind of upset because he's coming off the bench and it's one two minutes into the second quarter and he's not in the game. I don't get it. Sorry, <laughs> go ahead. I think you know Rappaport. In a way, that's what he's doing. He's he's marketing himself. He's being this type of you know person, this instigator person in a public space, and in especially in our culture, in our society as it is now, that does get people to follow and listen to what you're saying because they're waiting for who are you going to talk crap to next? What is, is going to happen to you next? And that's exactly what he's doing. And the only way it stops is someone has to hit him in the mouth for real and yeah and he's doing it to athletes one of these he's going to continue to do it because that's who he is and someday yeah. some athlete is going to see him out somewhere hope he does it to like get, some ufc fighter or something yeah Ooh. he's gonna get popped i could yeah. see like a, a video going viral soon like within a rel i'm not wishing for it like nate diaz uh, 
like somebody comes <laughs> out of nowhere, like goes mouth. to shake, yeah. goes to shake Michael Rappaport's hand, whether it's a rando, and just knocks him out like drunkenly, and then walks away. I could see like me going on Twitter on a random yeah. like Sunday morning and seeing him get sucker punched, or anybody yeah. that looks like Michael Rappaport. <laughs> yeah. Man oh. gets hit, th- thinking he was punched. Half the white Rappaport. guys in New York. <laughs> yeah, it's, Sorry, guys. he's got it. <laughs> no, I like you, man. You're you're not wrong. Um, any other random things that I, I missed? Kind of taking notes. Those are four stories that uh, that caught my eye that I wanted to cover. Anything else little uh, that happened in the news of celebrity or or weirdos DMX. out there? DMX. Not, oh, not, damn. Not yeah, R.I.P. I want to talk about this. Yeah, Does go ahead. I forgot know, to write that down. Does anybody know what, uh, like, the whole story of everything? Did they ever say what he OD'd on nope. or anything like that? I Last saw I heard, today, he was in uh, grave condition, and then I haven't yeah. seen any updates since. So, like, his I'm family like, and his kids flew out to the hospital and everything like that? Yeah, they were playing music outside the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, crazy. I think I saw Too today that he's now in a coma. I mean, yeah, the veg- for, I seen vegetable state. I don't know how accurate that is, but for, for some like OD, it was probably like, I don't know, fentanyl or some shit had yeah, to be mixed I, in it. That's like the big thing now going around with people OD. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, man, I hope it's unfortunate because when it gets to the stage where, where he's at, it's most likely not good. If he yep. makes it out of it, you know, there's going to be some real damage probably and there'd probably be a miracle unfortunately it's just the yeah. facts of life um and i think he's a uh, rap legend man i know i grew up on him especially yep i used to listen oh. i used to listen to that rough riders anthem i that's when they have walkmans and we yeah. actually had the cds and we put them in there and uh we used to i used to walk to high school listening to that man Remember um, Def Jam, that fighting game? Where's X going to give it to you? That, yeah. my, bro- my little brother loved that video game and would bump X going to give it to you like every hour of the day. And that song, you th- you dropped that right now. Yeah. That intro. Things might break around that, you. Yeah, as right? As soon as that's, that starts, that break. intro is like, uh, 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 Yeah. Know? And I'm like, oh, shit. I don't <laughs> care where I'm at. If I hear that at, uh, I don't know, TJ Maxx. I don't know why TJ Maxx. <laughs> I went there I never recently. go to TJ Maxx. Uh, but if I was there and I heard that, I would probably go, I'd probably bark. Like, yeah, DMX, <laughs> DMX is in my top five. I have a top five artist of all time. Then I have the underrated artists, like the Fabulous, the Jadakiss, the DMXs, those oh. type of artists that never get yeah. like the quality love. But we need to hopefully you don't die and he's okay. We, but damn. We, that's that something up. that's a top five of my level we need to do yeah like outside like disrespected artists oh, okay or just top, top five, five artists uh, top five overall too not right now because i need to no. need to really think about next it. episode yeah. we'll come back next episode with it right. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah top um, five top five artists and top five underrated rated artists. we'll say underrated or underground probably not known okay. or unappreciated yeah. stuff like that yeah like that. yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, so let's talk about um, the NCAA championship game. I'll let you guys kind of take the floor with that. I was watching like five things on Monday that I was switching back and forth. I, I made a joke. I needed more TVs in my house because there was too many things on on Monday. But what you guys think about the game kind of blowout uh, wire to wire kind of start to finish blowout. So I haven't seen one of those in a while. Dude. It, not, not surprising. I mean, 
for a couple of reasons. I mean, <clears throat> Baylor from the moment that game ticked off, tipped off, just smacked Gonzaga right in the mouth. They never let up. Every time Gonzaga tried to bring a ball to the court, the entire game, Baylor was in their face defensively. They never let them get a move on them. They kept uh, Baylor kept forcing them to turn their back. They could never get in a rhythm. Jalen Suggs got those two fouls right away. They couldn't. Yeah, I see. He was out. Baylor early. just bodied them. And it does. You do have to ask the question. So one, congrats to Baylor and Nate and Nate uh, Cranel. Yeah, family member there for winning the whole thing. I don't know why he's not on here. Nate, you're disappointing for not being on here right now. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> we're gonna set it up. But, we're gonna set it up for probably next yeah. week. But uh, you know, <clears throat> Gonzaga was undefeated all year. Baylor lost two games, but those two games they lost, they had COVID issues. So essentially they could have been undefeated this year too. They were supposed to play earlier in the year and they didn't because of COVID. But then to me, it just goes back to what will be the knock on Gonzaga every time, every single year. They play in the West Coast Conference. They don't play in the Big 12, Big 10, or one of the power schools. And I don't care what you say, you are not going to play the same level of competition, especially in your conference play. And so that has to come into effect there. Gonzaga never played anybody but like Baylor all year. And then their road to the, the final in the tournament was pretty easy as well, you know. And uh, Baylor just bodied them, dominated them. I think that buzzer beater took all the energy out of them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Drew, Drew Timmy could not do anything. It's getting bullied. Um, yeah. And so, um, no, it was, shout out to Baylor. They dominated. Yeah. They deserved it. Yeah, they did. They, um, they did. they were everywhere. They really were. It was. It'll be. And then I saw already preseason. Uh, anything year. else? They got Gonzaga, number one preseason ranked, and then I can't remember who else. I think Michigan, number two, and then my Blue Devils, number three. Mark Few really? can't win the big one. From unranked yeah, have, to three. Yeah, dude, we got – we're shuffling in a whole new crew. We have three five-star commits already. I think we're working on a fourth. So how about Ben mentioning that he wanted Coach K to retire? So my yeah, coach do, goes so. ahead and retires. Yeah, that's yeah, that's <laughs> ironic, right? So for those who don't know, Roy Williams retiring from head coaching, leaving UNC. Yep. Go. Yeah. I thank him for some national championships. And I was yeah, watching I um the I last dance. He, yeah, shout out Huber Davis, former Nick, former Nick. My wife is former Tar Heel. I was watching the last dance and um, I forgot that he was Roy Williams was an assistant coach when Michael Jordan. So he's yeah, been in that. He's been with that, that organization, that university for what, four decades almost. I don't know. Well, if, he, went, well, to he went to Kansas. Yep. He went to Kansas, but when you add him up, uh, that's yep. incredible that he was there for, or, or had that legacy. Yeah. Uh, shout out I've, to him. I've actually been to, um, so when you go out there, cause I've been to Durham <clears throat> twice and then while I was out there, I did the whole <clears throat> tobacco road thing, you know, drove nice. down to see it, even though, by the way, it's not seven miles, it's longer than that. Um, and then Carolina does like a basketball tour. They have like a basketball hall of fame. And so I did that and they have a big shrine to Roy already in there. Oh, Is um, it Duke or, or UNC that it's smack dab in the middle of the hood? Most universities are, but someone told, I, I think it might be Duke. That it's, it's Duke. Is, 
Yeah, yeah that like Duke's in outside of, outside yeah. of that campus, it's not well. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy. You could Dude, a lot of crime happens there. Maybe one of the, these days I'll tell a story on here, but I have the wildest. So um, a friend of mine, like uh, his friend works for Duke. And so we got free tickets once and me and my brother were born and raised nice. Duke fans. So we went out there and did a tour. But then that night, like we went out and got lit and had the craziest, like craziest day. Yeah. <laughs> one, of the, one of the days I'll tell that story. Yeah, be careful it, not to say too many details it, just in case family it, and friends are watching. It rolled into me not from losing my ID, missing our flight because they wouldn't let me on the plane. Um, oh, wow. Getting body cavity searched twice, uh, standing in line in the O'Hare airport behind Taz Gibson, and I hadn't showered for two days. Looking the way you look like? Damn, then you yeah. got cavity search? I would and, let you uh, go, right? Go ahead, sir. No, no, no. <laughs> no, you got any weapons on you? No problem. Uh, hey, just keep them, keep them stored. Hey. Keep them stowed. And that is exactly right why through, you don't Bill. work for TSA. You're all right, Ron. They had MSG Me, on the other hand. Over there. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I you stay right there. When I, when, I fly, when I fly, I make sure that I interact with Bree so they know I'm with her, not traveling yeah. alone with long hair and a beard. Because, you know, they, yeah. they profile. They profile. Yeah, oh, I man. love that. When I had my big beard. I used to go into the airports and just wait for somebody to say something stupid to me so I can sue their asses. Yeah. Okay, D's mom's at the game. Nice. Yeah. Um, that's f- so. She's, anything about the yeah, game that we missed or the tournament? MVP. By the way, I watched. I yeah, uh, yeah. I watched. Uh, I think I watched more women's basketball tournament than the men's. I want to like by minute because I watched yeah, a lot in the hotel. Invested in it. Yeah, I was, yeah. but I think uh, I, I feel like I had more enjoyable moments watching it. There's some great games with the men's, yeah. but the women, I feel like for the quality of ball they play, it's, it's not there comparably, but it, there were some exciting games and some, the, the, the Caitlin uh, Clark and the, and the UConn women matchup was good. Uh, and there was just a couple like late, late games that were uh, game winning shots, even, yeah, even the uh, the championship game that almost dropped it, hit the rim. So I was trying to think objectively. I was like, which one did I enjoy the most? I think I did. I did enjoy the women's tournament, which is wild for me to ever say. But um, I don't know. That that made me think. That that made me that made me think. Like, was the men's tournament overall for you guys uh, a letdown? Didn't have the energy because it didn't have the crowd. Because you know the crowd is college basketball and, and you love to hear yeah. the, whether the yeah. marching bags all that was it a letdown in general did it have that bu- that buzz like it usually does i'll say quickly because i don't have too much to say about it i think not having the north carolinas the dukes the kentuckys yeah kind of show i agree year. i did yeah and especially yeah, with i agree with that villanova and virginia not being the teams that maybe they usually are i think yeah. it was just the, yeah, the, really the level of teams that got up higher to the games where more people are going to be watching maybe just wasn't there. And shout out to Baylor. They were really entertaining to watch. I mean, it's one, yeah. of, it, it's one of, if not my favorite event every year. Um, I love March Madness. Um, and it definitely did not have the energy that it normally has. I missed it, especially with the crowds. I also hate having it all in one place. I didn't really like that. I like it being in all these different cities. Um, too, because if it is in your city and you've ever been to like the events, um, it's like the, it's the best time. Um, 
while the teams too, I think this team, the COVID really affected a lot of teams this year. So the tournament kind of made you feel sometimes like, do we have all the best teams here? I don't know if we do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other teams got affected and couldn't get in a groove because of the way this year was. Yeah. I mean, it, it works. They did what you, they needed to do, but I don't think it definitely did not feel like March Madness like it normally does to me. Um, sure. Yeah, usually there's like that – they give out that outstanding player, and I think what Garza for Iowa won it. Mm-hmm. He won the Wooden yeah, Award. The most okay. outstanding player for the tournament was player of the uh, year. was the dude from Baylor. I can't remember his name right now. But the guard from Baylor. The white dude? Not Mitchell, the other no. dude. Butler, Jared no. Butler. No. Butler, Jared Butler. Yeah. And, and I would say you guys are right as far as what I said about the crowd, what you guys just said about of the teams. But I would add a third factor. Was there – a player or two that had a Steph Curry, Steph Curry run where he's lighting it up for 30. Were, were there players really um, putting was, out Carmelo Anthony performances as a freshman? I, I just, <laughs> I felt there wasn't, you guys watched more yeah. than I did, but I, I just felt like that was an added thing where there was no buzz to be like, that's the player of the year or that's the player of the mm, tournament. Yeah. It, it was to me, it, that was, it was supposed to be Jalen Suggs. It yes. was essentially Jalen Suggs <clears throat> too. He had that moment in the UCLA game. Yep. And then he went to the the Baylor game, and he did not. I mean, yeah. he got those two quick fouls, and it was done for him. Yeah. See, for me, so for me, it was Kate Cunningham. Oh yeah. Number one pick, I think for sure. Yeah. Um, not seeing him have that Carmelo Anthony moment, or maybe carry his team a little bit more. I started to watch him a lot as the season started to end. Um, and then I watched him in the tournament, had them go into my final four. I know stupid, but he didn't really, he looked very hesitant while playing. I think he was trying to get his teammates involved, trying to be a good teammate. Uh, maybe did that a little too much, but uh, he has a potential. Maybe he's he'll trans his game will translate to the NBA better. Cause there's more space on the court. Yeah. But man, I was like, <clears throat> I was waiting for him to like, score 15 in a row or just impact the game in a larger way than he did, which he did, but not to the level that I think he's capable of doing. And I'm sure he is. So that was, that was something for me for this tournament was he, he kind of disappointed me. Yeah. yeah. What, what about a four? Did you get time to watch any of these games or kind of the championship game? No, I didn't, I didn't really watch anything. Uh, championship game and like the UCLA Gonzaga game. I was, my buddy came into town and, He's a single dad with four kids, so you did some some wild stuff. stuff. <laughs> He's like, "You're going out, bro. No excuses." I was like, "All right, let's do it." So yeah, I missed all hey. that. Any good stories? Yeah, some, but I'm that not you would like to share, there. or that you should. <laughs> yeah, I know. that's why I did that. I was like, I wanted to see if I can catch you slipping. Uh... <laughs> no, nah, you can catch me lacking. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. So. Let's go into baseball. Uh, opening weekend was last weekend. That's something that's, you know, not too not much everybody. buzz. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say it's been, <laughs> it has been a slow start to baseball um, due to, you know, the Mets and, and Nationals didn't get to play their, their uh, opening series. So they, they played for the first time yesterday or two days ago. And then just players on the, on the IL, they call it the injury list now, disabled list formerly which is they didn't want to offend disabled people. So let's not go into that just for you guys to know. 
Um, and there's a lot of guy. There's a lot of guys on the the IL now. Uh, I, in our fantasy league, by the way, uh, Gravy, you were complaining about not having enough slots, which is true. I put two out there, but you know, if everybody had three, no, I'm being four, dramatic. Yeah, 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 no, I, I agree. <laughs> but it, it, but it made me look into everybody's team, and I went through at least five teams, and everybody had at least two to three players on the on the IL, and I was like. Damn, baseball just started six days ago, seven days ago, yeah. and it players are injured. And it's not injuries that they were on the IL to start the season. It was game one through six. These players are out for weeks at a yep. time. And uh, any anything uh, stick out to you guys for opening weekend or opening week so far? I got something. If nobody else. Uh, has go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> you can take the floor. And this is your topic for the shout most part. out, Yerman Mercedes. <laughs> From the Chicago White Sox. That boy, big. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was playing like independent ball a few years ago. He's 30, right? He's a, yeah. he's a 30-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's not a 21-year-old rookie by no, no means necessary. No. Or, right? Whatever. Anyways, <laughs> dude started off his career going eight for eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he originally just was spelling somebody on a day off. Went, th- I think he went five for five first game. Three for three the second game. Or he went three for four because I think he started eight for eight, and then he wind up being okay. in the two games eight for nine. What but, or what? Yeah. I mean, what? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, but for sure. He, like, at some point, like the next day, they came to Tony Larusa and they're like, "Hey, like, is he gonna play today?" And Tony's like, "What do you What do you think? Like, I have to keep him in the lineup." <laughs> any big, any big play. boy, any big boy like that is in the Bartolo Cologne uh, big yeah. sexy club. Where you got to respect a big guy going out there and fucking CC, swinging that sure. big stick. Yep. And to stick with your point about all the injuries happening, this is how crazy baseball is. Why are you throwing up tees? This man says swinging the big stick. <laughs> oh, I said that. Nobody, re- like, hey, no, nobody, nobody reacted. <laughs> and I, I, just carried, I just carried on. I, like, I, was like, I was waiting for people to react. <laughs> um, That's funny. Sticking to your point about injuries these things work themselves out with baseball teams. That's why, yeah, they especially do. as a Mets fan, man, we have injuries every year, but they somehow work themselves out. And yes, uh, Eloy Jimenez went down for the White Sox. This guy comes up. He wouldn't be, a, he wouldn't be playing. He probably wouldn't be on the yeah. roster if Eloy yeah. was yeah. Uh, on it. So he gets the cat. I think he's a catcher. So he, ca- he caught and then he DH'd a few games. Um, this way, Jose Abreu can go back to first. So it's like the, these things all work themselves out. And man, real quick, I got Bellinger hurt. I got Tatis yeah. Jr. hurt. I got you drafted. You you drafted you drafted two shortstops in your first like four or five picks, and I was like, damn, that sucks. But hey, at the end of the day, you could use your utility they spot. Both got hurt. And they both got hurt. And I was like, oh my God, worst case scenario. Because mm. if one got hurt, if you're like, oh, thank God I drafted another shortstop, I'm but you couldn't shambles. even do that. Yeah, I, picked, sorry about I dropped that, and picked up like eight guys today. I was like, fuck it. Just keep, dude, my advice is just keep paying attention as much as you can to oh, I watch baseball roster that. moves. That's what I mean. And you'll be fine. I'm telling you, the people that suck in fantasy baseball are people that check it, like go 24 hours without checking their shit. And that could be like the difference in a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, you think uh, Ben, Chicago Cubs back. fan? Um, yeah, they can't hit worth anything at all. Mm-hmm. Man. It's gonna be a rough year. Um, yeah. Hey, Anthony Rizzo, so he stays on the team. By the way. Um, yes. I'm just glad to have baseball back, and I'm glad to have fans in the stands. 
Yes, sir. Yeah, I don't care what anybody Texas, says. It feels Texas so Rangers good. had their uh, full capacity the other day. Just want to throw that it out there. feels so good to hear and see that. Um, yep. You know, because baseball fans, they depending on where you're at, like the Yankees or whatever, you'll hear certain chants, and it just feels so good to, to hear that. I don't think anything really, like, shocking happened over the weekend. Um, no. I do think, though, we should talk about the whole um, – I know we, we talked about it not on the show, but pitchers getting pulled after five innings or six innings starters, oh. uh, the pitch it. Yeah, I mean, I think we should talk about it because I'm, I, I, get me fired up. I am. That's what we wanted to do. I'm with Ray <laughs> there too a bit. Cause I grew up in the era. I mean, it's so rare in today's baseball to see a pitcher go eight. Yeah. Go eight. Yeah. And That's, yeah. when I was growing up, you saw that all the time. Yep. And so sometimes I miss, I miss that emphasis of a pitcher coming in yep. and, you know, like Garrett Cole and just dominating and letting them go into that eighth, just because the, the, those, those innings in there where it could get a little dicey, those, that seventh, that late six there, that's when I think you see pitching at its best. Because you've seen them, yep. those battles, and them trying to battle. The, the game I slows down, game. and you're just every pitch matters. Yeah, I love that, bro. Time. I get like the, I get the whole, nine. yeah, I get the whole trying to manage pitch counts and to try to prevent injuries, and it's a long season, and I get that. I don't know, maybe I just didn't recognize it. You know, I was growing up, but it just feels like sometimes they're too cautious at times with with um, their pitchers and pulling them at times, and. It's got to be frustrating. Agreed. I mean, Garrett Cole in that that I think it was game one there. You you know yeah. he's got to be. You know he's got. You be know, like, hey, Garrett Cole I'm, would go ten innings if I'm, you let him. That's yeah, how these, not, a lot of these guys would. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And they've had all spring training to to get warmed up, and even before that, when they get into some sort of camp, you know, by the time April comes around, you should be ready to. To me, I'm like, I yeah. need you. If you're my starter, I need you to go seven at least. You know. Mm. Um, so, when I when I was in just to relay that before Crave you expand on yours, but I I've been in sales for eight nine years, and you know when doing sales is like an everyday every hour job. You have to be on point like an athlete, similarly mental. Um, and you know you get people showing up to the office, and you know they're not ready because they didn't have their coffee or their food yet, and you got to get ready before you show up because once you get to the office or where you're going to make sales or whatever, it's game time. I relate Sorry, that to you. It's wait. You're already behind. And I relate, like you just said, spring training to regular season. What did you just do all spring training? What, yeah. why are you still ramping up after 30 days of being in Tampa for the Yankees? Why, why is it extended? And I get it. There are circumstances that, a guy's coming off an injury. You you want to work him back. He he had. What are they doing in the off season? What are they doing in spring training? Garrett Cole didn't. And I'm only speaking for the guy that I watch every single day. Garrett Cole not coming off an injury, not coming off a a, a season where he threw 250 innings because they went deep in the playoffs and had a full season. He pitched 12 games last year. He's yeah. pitched 13 games in two and a half years. Right. What? So and that's what I mean. So. Isn't he also a fastball dominant pitcher? Yeah, he, he he's he's so, he got, the guy is the most efficient pitcher in the league. He doesn't throw wasted pitches. He is around the strike zone all the time. So 
That's yeah, what I don't get, but hey, whatever. Like if I'm buying a ticket to a game and I know I'm like, oh, I'm gonna see get one Garrett Cole's gonna pitch. Like I'm going to that game in my head, expecting I want to see this dude go eight. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't know. We'll see as the season goes. Yeah, that kind of brings me back to uh rest in peace, Jose Fernandez, but like yeah. they would not let that man pitch a full game like no. nobody, bro. Like yeah. He could he could have a no hitter going into ninth and they would take him out and I was like yo let this kid fucking pitch man like yeah. you could see it like he was always mad they they would take him out he'd have like a oh, one hitter going into the ninth inning and it's like all right see ya <clears throat> don't you think that then kind of hurts Jose Fernandez's like pitching psyche because yep. he's going into every to. game yeah. knowing like, to. he's not preparing to go the distance or like close this game out he knows they're gonna freaking pull him if. At yeah. like seven, it so doesn't matter in, what he's doing. So he yeah. might be doing a little extra in the six that might cause an injury, meaning mm-hmm. this is my last inning. So knowing it might be your last every time you go out there after oh, the yeah. fifth is it's got to be mental and physical for you. And uh, you can expand more on that gravy as oh, far I mean, as I'm surprised you haven't mentioned guys. the Mets, to be honest. But <laughs> oh, trust me, I will. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. It's been like 10 minutes and I'm like, we no, have been Mets cursed all. since Doc Gooden. Thank God <laughs> for Jacob DeGrom. Yeah. Um, I think, listen, you get guys, they walk out uh, for the next inning or they're in the middle of a tough inning and they, they peek into that, that bullpen. And if, yep. they see, if they see somebody warming up or they see some guys moving around, it's going to happen. Like they're going to put a little extra effort in. They're going to maybe injure themselves or, 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 you know, do something so that the other team scores, whatever the case may be. Um, but this comes to – managers uh front offices protecting their assets this is what baseball has turned into whether it's draft picks whether it's prospects how many prospects in trades and big trades work out yeah Yeah, that's why you do trades that prospects are involved because it's the percentage is 10 to 20 percent that they'll even listen i'll even ask you this do you know who fernando tatis was traded for no it's I've no looked idea. this up before, so I have an idea, but go ahead. I'm pretty sure it was James Shields. Yes, it was. Yikes. It was. And at the end of at the end of his career, too, where yeah. he, it was after eight years in Tampa and t- and one year in Chicago, something like Dude, it was yes. It's all about protecting assets. And you know, in the Marlins case, look at them. Obviously, you know, Jose Fernandez passed away. That sets a franchise back five to seven years. It did set them you back. That, that, was a, yeah. that was a so Cy Young to winner More assets. to happen. And now they'll protect yeah. these assets because if that happens again, they'll now be prepared for that. Or, if you if you believe in your, your asset that you're investing in, then you should know and understand that your asset takes care of itself, right? Your you asset, hope so. based on what it is, you know, just <clears throat> continues to show its value and increase in its value um, because you paid a premium for that asset. You know, I, I, I get what you're saying. I just think it's a little yeah. too much baby. And there's, there's fear. There's of too course. much fear. Absolutely. No, that's what it is. It's fear. And that's why they need to protect those assets because they're going to lose their job or they have a short leash or the owner's an asshole. Like that so is, how do you fix the problem? It's a cult. It's a baseball culture. No, problem. A, how do you fix that's the problem? That's what it's, yeah, but it's, 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 like it's that never going to, it is the dolphins mm-hmm. have 77 picks the next three years. Yeah, half of those guys won't, won't make the roster. 
And uh, I feel like if you expand the rosters, it'll be better. Because, I mean, I was watching the Yankee game the other day, and they were talking about the Yankee. Like, more than half the Yankees roster was in the bullpen. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. that's why I also didn't understand why they were pulling Cole out. Like, you got all these pitchers yeah. that could go, you know. With- well, and- I will say – sorry, Ray. We no, had a little um, – well, it wasn't really a little back and forth. I didn't really respond. But one of Ray's buddies was reaching out, and I'm like, I don't want to be mean, but listen – if we're sitting down and having a baseball discussion, there are not many people that I know that can outduel me in a baseball conversation. Maybe other sports, oh, yeah. that's fine. You're not. I feel like in baseball, baseball, I could foul, I could have a right? real good conversation. I feel the same. So, uh, gravy with guys coming out now, you have to take things into consideration here. One, they had the COVID shortened season last year, so their arms. It, what? It's just everything is thrown off. Their body, they're 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 like creatures of habit, pitchers. So they put their bodies on schedule for a 162 game season. Then they don't play for four months. Then they play 60 games. So now they have to get their body back to what it was a year and a half prior. So you have the COVID guidelines. You have what you can do, what you can't do. Now. This is going to be a long season, and that's why it's a 26-man roster. That's why you see more pitchers on the roster than position players because the team that manages their pitching the best is going to be the team that wins the World Series. I get that, and what I was going to say, I, I completely get that side, but I'm, I'm, I'm definitely on the more side of what Ben uh, agrees me with is if you look at all the all-star starting pitchers for the last uh, five to ten years, isn't it almost inevitable that – they had Tommy John surgery at one point of their career Absolutely. or had X, Y, and Z. So, and these are, ten, I'm saying the last five, 10 years, because that's when it's been kind of the, the new era of, of um, making sure you don't go past a hundred pitches, 200 innings, yeah. stuff like that. So they are getting hurt or having t- Tommy John surgery with all these precautions. So it lets me know right away. It's not about, it's about protecting the nut. Yeah. That's what, what she said. She said? Um, yeah. <laughs> protecting the nut. But I, I get why they, they do it because athletes are so more valuable now than what 40 years ago when they used to Throw pitch complete games. Pitches. No, exactly. And I get that. It, it's, it's, <clears throat> it's worth a lot. One play, one started Gary Cole is worth way more than the 360 mil that he signed for is because of what, uh, what he, how much money and profit he could bring in over the next 10 years. That much money. And I didn't even you, know this guy's never won a Cy Young before. It, I don't think it matters. I think pack if you package and present, that was one. I agree with the Garrett Cole signing way more than I did with the CC at the time. I'm telling you, this guy. Oh, no way. 30, I'd give CC listen, $400 million right now. 30, 30 years old, he is not only passionate about the Yankees as a, as a fan yeah, growing sure. up, but but he is – he. it's hard to not be a New Yorker and have that New York grit. And he, I would think he's from New York. His dad is, I think, from upstate yeah. New York. That's how he become a fan. But he has that intensity when he pitches. Um, and I've only seen him in 13 starts or about 15 if you include the postseason. But he wants to win. He's – the way he speaks about the game, that's why I'm, I'm saying I love him because I think when he's not performing maybe in his mid-30s, I know that guy is in there that will grit it out like a CC. I've become to love CC. 
during the years because I I I, I kind of learned more about him uh, personally. But he has that 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 grit and that intensity to win like CC did every single day. So yeah. I know you don't see it based on hasn't won a Cy Young, hasn't done much as a uh, a individual player and on his teams, but. I like I like what he brings to our organization. You could pencil him in, and he's gonna pitch every single time and try to get you uh, twenty one outs because that's yep. all he's allowed to get nowadays. Yep, and it just go ahead, man. It just feels <clears throat> it feels like there's too many excuses for everything, and I'm a no excuse guy. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's the COVID excuse, so we're not in shape. When does when does accountability come in and say, hey? Well, yep. Our, our belief in myself and you know i know i know i know if i was garrett cole i would say hey uh, i'm going out there and i'm pitching my heart out uh, you're not pulling me um after six innings that's not what i'm about that's not why you're paying me all this money i'm going to earn that money you're going to leave me in here and if you don't i'm not going to fucking play for you do you um, want to win a world series McCown. i do and that's why i'm gonna so play if you my heart yourself out. over pitching early in the season but I'm trusting in the work. I'm trusting in the work of myself, like putting in the, the work in the off season to make sure I don't do that. So do you want these guys to like start throwing shot. earlier is what you're saying? So that they're ready for, because none of not one How pitcher, much time do they need? How much time do they need to, to get ready to start throwing? I, I mean, it's, literally it's a long season. I know a lot of pitches like, are thrown. What has changed from now? Yeah. Um, that's what I want to know. 15 years ago. Science. Where, when Analytics did do that. Science. What yeah. I mean, you could look at stats though and see. I guarantee if we could pull up stats, pitchers 10 years ago, starting pitchers used to pitch more innings. Yeah, when they were playing John the plumber when he was batting fifth. No, I mean <laughs> they had steroids yeah. back then. That's well, yeah, no. Both that's why they, I, were, yeah. they were on this recovery plan and called steroids. They just threw fastball. They're ready to go the next day. They just threw fastball. After fastball, I think, look, not one, not one uh, starting pitcher on opening day threw over 100 pitches. No. That I think one, Marco I, Gonzalez yeah. had 99. From what yeah. I heard, and here comes my Mets, DeGrom was, had a cap of 100 for the game. We took him out in the sixth inning when he had 77. Now, our situation <laughs> is a little different. I get our situation. I was waiting for the. the I get the it. I, it took me. Listen, we lost that fucking game. Yeah. And we would have won it. Man, was, I love that. Mowing I love people that he down. Said that. I love that he said this after we went into it. And it was like, yeah. and then no, I'm still even up. more. <laughs> no, because listen, I, I don't it. think, I don't think we're going to see a player from this era ever win 300 games. Oh, Although that's people over. are trying to like yeah, denounce wins. Over. Like wins don't matter all of a sudden. That's I don't what like you're talking about. Who says that? Michael Rappaport? Slap uh, that guy. Brian Kenny from MLB Network, like baseball guys. For what? Yeah, baseball guys are saying is, that? Is yeah, they, they don't want to count wins anymore. What do they want to count? What, what is it? I can't tell you right now. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like it, but yeah. it's – I'm okay with it. And I'm, I agree with you guys in September – in all in in the summer i think as the season starting like i said our situation was different we're going with a four-man rotation the first two times through and we are nothing without jacob Duran. oh yeah yeah i mean and listen game i know it and i I I said the other day it's game one of 162 it's not going to matter that game might come back and bite us in the ass 
and it's yeah. a division game. But I rather have him at full strength in September. Yeah. And a little insight: this is how Jacob Degrom's whole career with the Mets have gone. <clears throat> so. Mm-hmm. Let's see, 46% since 2014. 46% of his starts have been one run or fewer. 66% have been two runs or fewer. 84% have been three runs or fewer. And only 16% have been four this, plus is runs. Is this runs he allows or runs the Mets Correct. score for him? Oh, no, because okay, gotcha. he doesn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't get any fucking run support at all either. He yeah, does, right. Bro, right. it's yeah. comical. Every time he pitches, yeah. it's one or two. The three is like, whoa. He gets how, one to two. It's insane. Dude, how that has to be mentally draining for DeGrom himself. 100%. And we like, signed him out there. How could you, your job, how could you be in that locker room and being like, doesn't do shit. Yo, I'm surprised we didn't give him more money. What is it? Like, what is it yeah. that you guys can't score runs? Yep. You know, when I'm he had his, go two oh, for two, that's 29. <laughs> oh, and he went two for yeah. two <laughs> with an like, RBI, right? You can't ask for more. Yes. Oh, did, wasn't there a game last year that, uh, a year before, he, I a, think he had a. I think he was responsible for all the RBIs. In, no, that in was. His, I think that was Syndergaard. Still lost. Oh, okay, mm. Syndergaard homer twice off Kershaw two years ago. No, but okay, that could that probably happened. But I'm talking. I think Degrom because I had him in fantasy. He like hit a home run and maybe a single, and he was responsible for three runs. You know what? I think you're right. Or, I think it was or two runs. Yeah, I think he was responsible for two. Maybe gave up. Yeah. One and then the Mets bullpen blew it or something like that. It was I was like, this man did everything yep. that He's you got twenty nine. That's like career, no, that's like Tom career, Brady. No decisions. That's like Tom Brady throwing a pass to himself, catching it for a touchdown, and yeah. it's like not not <laughs> enough. I feel bad for the guy. Oh I feel man, bad yeah. for the guy. But yeah, typical, for sure. Typical Mets fashion, we blew the game late. So all right. Well, hopefully we didn't um, lose too many viewers while talking about baseball. So if we, we so if we over. did. Let's you lose some more Don't... viewers yeah. or watchers. Hold on. Why is this playing? Um, and talk. The Masters coming up, obviously, tomorrow. Big yeah, hello. weekend. We got. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just wanted to mention it. We won't go too, too far into details. Obviously, our golf lovers out there will love it. Um, Brooks Kepka is my guy. He's been since I started playing golf over the last couple of years. He's back. Uh, knee injury. He got knee surgery last month. But he made sure he was healthy for the for the Masters. They had a on the PGA um, Instagram. They had because they had the the Masters in November, and now they have it in April. And the differences between the scenes of the flowers and because that's yeah. what the Masters is. It's all about the scenery and all that. Uh, I'll send it to you guys. It's a uh, it's a beautiful who, sight. Who you know, that's November? what golf is about. Uh, J- Dustin Johnson. Yeah, that's his again. We we call him Dusty Bags. Yeah, because. He, yeah, you know, he enjoys. He's been, he's, he's been down the slope a yeah. few times. He's been, yeah. he's, you know, he, he likes going skiing he, on his off time. He um, likes to. I've seen him in the West <laughs> three days years back. Yeah. And let's just say. So, uh, that's my favorite golfer. So I on. encourage you guys, when you guys are working, you're doing your job sales, have it on in the background. It's good to to listen to the birds chirping sometimes. Yeah, I was watching Have today. it in the background. Oh, yeah, I was watching it as well. So Masters weekend, big. Uh, WrestleMania weekend. I got my WrestleMania shirt on now. Rocket oh, on Saturday, so having on people over. Oh, this is that. WrestleMania three. This is Ultimate Warriors, Sweet. Randy Savage, and I got a couple others. But I'm excited for that because it's been a shit show for WWE for the last yeah. year. I need some crowd. Uh, they're in um, uh, Raymond James Stadium, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So they'll have like, I think, 40, 50 capacity. That'll be fun to have some 
some viewers. And then uh, let's jump into Bet the Fort. Um, bets, uh, Fort sent me his bets earlier, but if you could pull them up. WrestleMania, right? No, I would have. I would have. If, we were talking about going last year. Yeah. Uh, last year was supposed to be in Tampa, but then they wound up doing it at the Performance Center. I was definitely yeah. going last year. And then when I found out this year it was going to be like half the crowd and the, the, the tickets were going to be hella expensive, uh, I just I'll, – I'll, I'll go next year, which I went uh, – actually today I went two years ago. It was uh, WrestleMania two years ago. I went today. It was like a, a throwback on my Snapchat. That was fun. That was an experience. But if I go to a WrestleMania and spend money and, and spend effort, I want to go where 100% capacity. It's fun. Like right. it's super cool vibe. So – Next year it's in LA, which would be a good excuse to go to California oh. for a weekend. So that'd be fun. Yeah. You know, I'm about um, any sporting event. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, dude, it's a vibe. That was my first wrestle, uh, first uh, WWE event since I was like 11 years old. Dude, you get to see like adults being kids and just like good vibes. Yeah. Everybody's having oh fun, making jokes. Yeah, like it's it's definitely something that. It's not a sporting event. It's an event. Like it's just like an entertainment yeah. event that they the from the fireworks to the lighting to the little surprises. Definitely something that I advise everybody, whether you're a fan or not. Just something to uh, cool to go to. Yeah, so bet the fort. So bet the fort. Uh, all time. Uh, like I said, I, I'm, I'm saving these stories that I post on our uh, highlights. Uh, all time. You are eight and five. Last week you went three and two. Eight and five, obviously. I'll take uh I'll take that uh that hey, percentage of winning baby. As over long 500, as you're over five hundred, you are profitable in the green. So give me your five bets that you have uh for this week coming up. Yeah, so uh we got a little bit more baseball action, still going basketball. I'm waiting for UFC two sixty one. I'll be in the Ooh. building. We'll probably be going live on the IG page. Masvidal saw the story. I'm blowing up his DMs. Ooh, yes, just, friend uh, of the viewed our yeah, story. That was pretty dope. Trying, this man was eating McDonald's last night at like after midnight, and it's three weeks before a fight. I don't know what he's got going he's on. Insane. But it, 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 Living it, his life as he should. As he should. Exactly. He might be trying to get a sponsorship from yeah. from Mickey he's D's. That, chase the bag. He's on that Ultra Cinco Nutrition plan. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, we want to do uh, baseball, or we want to do basketball first. Let's do baseball. baseball. We're doing series, by the way. From uh, moving yeah. forward, guys, I uh, I put it up where he's gonna do series winners, basically best out of three, best out of four. Sometimes there will be a push if obviously best out of four goes two two. Uh, so baseball series just to make it so it's not because it's so many fucking games. So give it yeah. to us. Well, I'll give it to you. Uh, so we got yo. Uh, <laughs> hey yo <laughs> hey. <laughs> We got the Reds over the D-backs. Uh, Reds have started playing pretty good baseball. Really like good baseball. Right now. You know, it's fire right not, now. Not, shout out Nick Castellanos. Yeah, yeah not, shout my, out. not my childhood Reds, except like with Ken Griffey. <laughs> but, I mean, he didn't play that much. And uh, taking Padres over Rangers, even though Tatis had that nasty injury, I still think they got enough firepower to beat the Rangers in that series. So, hope he comes back soon. Baseball needs that, man. Okay. Uh, My fantasy for, team needs it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah please. <laughs> and then uh, for for basketball, um, I got the Jazz over the Blazers. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know the Blazers. They're they're on and off. It's 
they, they ride yeah, up Lillard, you know. You went Lillard with has... yeah, you went with them last time, and they didn't, you know, they didn't perform last week for you. So now you're flipping on them real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I know Lillard's probably gonna go off for fifty again. Yeah, now. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, taking the Suns over the Clippers, even though I like that boogie pickup, they need a big man. I wish the Heat would have got him, but for whatever reason, we don't believe in like Zosa. Really, you, you guys got Dwayne Dedman. Exactly, dead He'd be man. solid. Like, <laughs> huh? I don't know. <laughs> and then uh, I'm only taking the Bucks over the Mavericks. Because Grady said I never take the Bucks, so I'm gonna take, <laughs> I'm gonna take the Bucks over Dallas. Nice. Lose <laughs> I probably yeah. will just because. <laughs> but yeah, those those are my picks for uh, this week coming Sweet. up soon. Next few days. Who do you uh, who do you have uh, winning the Masters? You know, because you're so the Masters locked into that. Yeah, I'm taking uh, Phil Mickelson. <laughs> <laughs> oh god taking less yeah. immediately immediately yeah. thinks about the first it's not a bad pick obviously but immediately thinks about like the, the only person he knows he knows three golfers and, he, and one of them got into a car accident yeah he, he, was speeding. <laughs> he thought he was me out here speeding the heck wait uh Dude, so red he was going 84 go ahead go ahead you're taking who you're taking brooksy yeah I, I live and die by brooks but um if i had to do another pick uh, I, I don't know. I always like going with Bubba Watson. He's in his first group, actually. Got the I'll fire go, for us this weekend, too. Yeah, so I'll go with I'll go with Brooks as my favorite personally, and then I'll go with Bubba. Because I like to take uh, guys that have golf for, you know, at Masters for years, usually, yeah, yeah. because it's all about experience with that course. Got to know how, you know, the, the lay of the land for that course, because it's pretty tough I'm on actually, the back end. But. I'm actually with Nick. I think Dustin Johnson repeats, actually. Yeah. Very possible. Yeah. And then Bryson, obviously. Yeah. There. I'm taking Dustin. And that guy is just Bryson, th- th- those videos. That guy is just he's a machine. There's swinging fast as hell. And the reason I in his prime. Yeah, the reason that he cracks me up so much is he I, he is so hated inside the golf community yeah. just because of the, the stuff the way he acts and the stuff he the does. Trevor Bauer of golf. I was just Him and Trevor ba- yes. I knew, yeah. yeah. He is the They are the Bauer. same. They're just, nerds. They're yeah. nerds that yeah. are obsessed with the game. Obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. And they just don't give a fuck about, you know, and they don't give any a fuck. rules or the <laughs> yeah, exactly. golf culture. You know, someone's some like, swing as hard as you can. He's like, boom. Yeah, he don't give a fuck. I love that. I, that that's refreshing yeah. to hear. And after all the complaints that we talk about players having their own personality, doing things their way, like we should want more guys yes. like that because it, it like shows genuine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what he can launch say, the ball like no other. Um, oh, 300. I, I'm definitely taking Dustin to repeat, but I will say uh, Jordan Spieth's been playing some great golf lately. Yes, sir. Yeah. Coming off and a win. In a sleeper pick. Um, I'm going to take myself over Ben at Willow Creek golf course on Sunday. <laughs> hey, dude, yep. I want to put, I want to put money on you too. <laughs> please, please send, please send some Snapchats or whatever. Cause I need to experience golf in Iowa, I guess if I care yeah, through yeah. you guys. How, what's the weather like over there for you guys to start playing already? It's nice. It's going to be like 65. Yeah, well, I nice. guess that's that's yeah, that's like uh, ninety degrees if you're hot. in Iowa at this time. No, it's been hot. Has lately. it been? Yeah. Oh, really? We got a little rain, rain coming, so yeah. Let's there, see. There's your so... Iowa weather report. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we when we, it's funny because when we started this podcast, obviously it was like episode one or two that you guys were in hoodies, freezing. Like yeah. uh, Ben Ben couldn't open up his garage, he said or something. So it's funny to see. 
every yeah. every other episode we're gonna get to warmer weather. I'll record. Oh, I'll and, record from the snow from the driveway. Yeah. And speaking of that, while I kind of have it fresh in my head, we're recording this on a Wednesday night. Gonna drop. We'll maybe drop this episode tonight uh, or tomorrow morning. Probably not Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. But uh, moving forward, Ben and Gravy have softball triple headers, double headers on this day. They got a yeah, a lot of going on. So uh, they have softball on Monday. So we're gonna move our recording day to Tuesday. But I started updating some information details about the episode. We want it to be weekly, so. We are aiming to record every Tuesday night. It might be a Monday once in a while or a Sunday, but definitely subscribe and, and follow us so you can get those yeah. notifications when an episode drops. Um, just wanted to touch on that because we've been kind of inconsistent over the last four or five weeks, and I want to build that consistency for you guys because a lot of people hound us when episodes aren't out on Tuesday. We wonder where it is. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, so softball, uh, I, my team, I don't even know why we. I went to that softball game yesterday in the playoffs. I, I didn't sticks. tell you guys, but I went 0 for 1 with a strikeout looking. It was humiliating. Oh, oh my damn. God. But yeah, showing your fucking face today. Hey, I, I have no I have no shame based on my Dude. reputation for other for 99% of the season. Yeah. But yeah, it almost all, took longer. So. It, it took longer uh to get there almost than to, for the game because we basically got like four inning mercyed. Glad that's over with. I'm not gonna repeat. <laughs> That season next year, so I'm off on Tuesdays now to record. Uh, let's see. Any shout outs? Any little things? Nate will be on the winner of our bracket yep. challenge. We'll yep. be I'm on try that what up next for next week. Yeah, we're gonna try that. Okay, cool. Uh, hopefully he'll have. Uh, I don't. What's his specialty? Does he have uh, uh, any topics or any um, expertise in some things that he could share on the pod? Really, probably on, He'll probably teach us how to save our money. Yeah. Okay. I like that. We could have maybe we could have a, a nice the little business advisor. segment. Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah, he's in the finance world, so. Um, yeah, I love it. Any other topics you guys wanted to uh, kind of go over? I had some NFL stuff, but I mean, going to the combine, yeah, which is dude. old by now. Oh so shit! Fun. I mean, we Fuck can't. The, Fuck the NFL right now. Shout dude. out they to the Jets. About- we can't be ESPN and talk about them every single week nonstop. I no, hate no, that no, the they get up does that every so fucking morning. Yeah, in the get heat of terrible. the NBA, bro, in the heat of the NFL season, on the in mm. the NBA and baseball, all this going on, UFC, they lead off with football. They talk about yes. football for thirty every minutes, and I'm day. like, it was so upsetting to to see that. And I think what they have is get up is the NFL show, and then first take is like the NBA. Or the yeah. social issues because they talk yeah. about football for ninety percent of their show, no matter yeah. what week it is. Do you remember yeah. how it's terrible ESPN was every fucking morning when Brett Favre couldn't decide if he wanted to play or not? Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> oh. ESPN oh my is God. notorious for dragging things out. <laughs> yeah, so long. You're they're like, the worst. So will you stop talking about this? I don't know. Yeah. I think they just talk about NFL too much, and I'm like, dude, just chill out for a bit. We get yeah. that the draft's coming up and all that, but chill the fuck out for a bit. I don't <laughs> want to hear Kuiper and so was mock seven drafts. I don't give a shit anymore. Talk to me the week of the draft. Yeah. And then let's forget about it. You know, and talk like about that. other sports. Absolutely. We don't have to spend too much time on it. Uh, even though the Jets traded Sam Darnell to the Panthers. Yeah. The they got what, three, three uh, draft picks from that? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, Panthers, so. you know, it was like a second, a fourth, and a sixth, I think. So. Yeah, they still kept their first round pick. Robbie Anderson <laughs> can't get away from San Darno. I know. <laughs> right? That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't. I forgot about that. He had a career year last year too. Yeah. He probably texts his agent in all caps. No. <laughs> <laughs> they gave Teddy Bridgewater, uh, like, they let him talk to teams yeah. on his own to try to get a trade. So. I'm thinking maybe he'll end up in Houston. I know they have Tyrod Taylor, but if they lose, if they lose to Sean, they'll have oh, they, they maybe Teddy and Tyrod battle it out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll keep my phone line open. Um, yeah. Just thought of something else. Totally forgot. Oh, real quick. This is the end of the episode, so yeah. this is when we just spit fire whatever we got. Yeah. Uh, ESPN – Back to ESPN being fucking terrible. <laughs> Breaking news. Still terrible. We started our own network. ESPN's top 25 under 25 list. Oh, was yeah. That awful. was ass. That was terrible. It was awful. Yeah. Maybe like 90% oh, of the I players I would, I would take in the top 25. I just didn't like the rankings. There's no yeah. way LaMelo Ball should be ranked over guys like Jason Tatum. Or Bam out of Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. I seen Bam was like yeah. eight out of ten. Yeah, Bam was like, like nine over Zion. Devin Booker yeah. gets disrespected all the time. He's becoming the new oh Bradley God. Beal. Yeah. I mean, I'm I love Lamelo Ball, but I mean, he's a rookie. Like he just got hurt. You know, like fucking Fort. I mean, uh, ESPN was tweeting out Fortnite clips because LeBron and Lamelo are hurt. They got nothing else to talk about. It's despicable, yeah, you know. So yeah, Lamelo at three well. was kind of like a slap in the face to all those other players that have played in the playoffs and yeah. been doing. Their but thing that's for what a few that's what ESPN does when they make yeah, lists yeah, or something yeah. like that. I feel like they sit in a room, the executives. They have the original, like the <laughs> experts probably do a list. Then the executives come in and go, nope, not controversial enough. Let's move him up. Yeah, Let's move him. Yeah. Like I feel like they just every list they come out with, every debate. I feel like they literally are trolling us to talk about yeah. it because that gets more views being stupid and inaccurate about things are more eyeballs and viewers on Twitter and, and everything but, than, than be having a, a precise list. But here's the thing. All four <laughs> of us watch it still every fucking day, every fucking nah, day. I only got cable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Oh, I'm, I'm loyal. Either. I'm, I'm loyal to other people's shit. <laughs> I'm loyal to ESPN. That's for sure. No, we, um, dude, it's baseball season. My TV is on MLB Network from the minute I wake up to the minute I go to sleep. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's a good vibe to have. Monday, yeah. yeah, I love that. I could just put on baseball and just in subconsciously just watch highlights and and information that I could yeah. regurgitate stats. Like, why do I even know that? Uh, any other shout outs from you guys? Because I'm gonna probably go down the list of shout outs for um from people who DM'd us or tried to talk shit to us. <laughs> Anything on your guys' end? No, sir. I got nothing. Except my brother right. said we should be taking vitamins every day, every mail. Oh yeah, do that. I do take Fort David. Yeah. I take vitamins every single day. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, sh- um, Brian Maida gave me some shit because uh, he mentioned in a DM a few weeks back about how Golden State should have traded oh, Wiseman to the Timberwolves. Trade. Hold on. But then he <laughs> sent me a screenshot or a, a quote from a podcast or something he listened to that explained more details and and mm. and other people had his back. Uh, so I told him I'll, I, I'd apologize to him. Um, he listens every single week. So I, I, I'm, I, I'll say I'm sorry, even, even if 
the uh, the details Can you tell of us your what trade. You're apologizing for. What I'm apologizing. I'm I'm do, I'm trying to do like a KD apology, where it's like I'm apologize. Yeah. I'm apologizing for it got out that it got out. Oh, gotcha. No, I'm apo- No, I'm apologizing because I gave him shit. I I told him to fuck off during the episode. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> because, I mean that, because, that warrants an apology. That's what. I, yeah, because yeah. I I read it to you guys and you guys didn't have any reaction. You guys were like, "Oh, I didn't hear that," and I was like, "Well, I think he's just fucking with us. So if he is." He should go fuck himself, and I told him that. And he was like, "Oh, see, other people think this is a good idea." So I was like, "All right, that's that's fine." Uh, let's see what else. Do uh, do 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 do. Maybe you oh, should tell everyone real- who is top five in the bracket challenge. Ooh, top five. Yeah, I posted that. Let's go back yeah. to that. What was it? So number five was. I think it was Robbie. Robbie was number five. Number four was gravy. Was it you? Oh shit! Oh wow! Oh. Hey, at, least, at least one of us finished in the top five. I don't have to say. Oh, I, I, oh yeah, I, I was. was I think I, I think I was dead line. last. I Bree stopped. Was your, was your friend, or maybe he was oh. fourth and I was third. My my barber was dead last, and Nick alluded me to something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this dude, uh, did you message? He messaged me. It was like, hey, did you look at Ian's uh, final score of the, the championship game? I'm like, no, I went and looked at it. It was 420 to 69. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just that's hilarious. That's funny. But I just back pulled it up. You know, Ian. Shout that is nice an Ian, Ian score. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out, nice guy. Ro- Robbie got five. Gravy got four. Emily got third. Tied for second. Uh, Brian, who I just apologized for his take, got second. So he gets a little bit more credibility with the podcast. He knows what he's doing there. And then uh, your boy Nate got first place, and we'll have him on the hopefully next episode. Talk some stuff. Uh, yeah. Oh. I just tried to talk shit to me personally about Real Madrid getting scraped uh, by Liverpool, and the opposite happened. Um, yeah. Does what games were today? Any good soccer games today? I, don't I, know. I know PSG played. I just care about City, so we won yeah. the other day. The classic goes this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, they they Real just they they got Sergio Ramos out, and they have they have the championship game, uh, Champions League. Classico and then another champions. It's yeah. they're fucked with their schedule, but I cool. think that's it for shout outs. Uh, if you guys have nothing uh, to add, uh, we're going to try to record episode 11 next week on a Monday. Cause it will be our last Monday that we're able to record. We'll get that out for Tuesday. We'll try to get this episode 10 out to you guys ASAP. Um, that's basically it. Have a good day. Have a good evening. Peace. Deuces. Peace. Bang, bang.